Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the fuck's it going? I hope you guys are having an amazing day. We made it. We are at the end of the year. Almost. We are so close. So, so close. Wow, things have been insane. What a year we've been through, honestly. A lot has happened this year to a lot of us, and a lot of things that um, a lot of us probably haven't even really realized how big they were that have happened to us, and probably won't realize for a little while, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, you're going to experience things coming up in the few months into the new year that you didn't realize were even um, as big of a deal as they are. Uh, there's a lot of shifts that have happened over the end of this year and are going to happen as we close the year and move into the new year. So we've got a lot going on. Um, we are in Mercury retrograde, unfortunately, but it's okay. We, we're gonna we're gonna be fine. We're gonna we're gonna make it through, and we're gonna survive, and it's gonna be fantastic. So, yeah. Now I know I told you guys that the next episode was curses, and it still is. Um, just after this one because I forgot uh, my order of episodes that I had going on here. So. Yeah, I had to pop on and um, redo that uh, because my brain is just like really wanting to jump into everything. But um, so what's going to happen is this episode, because it is really important um, to get out early, it is going to come out. Um, it is the weekly episode, so it will come out, which would normally be on Saturdays, will be coming out on Thursday because Thursday is the winter solstice. It is um, the beginning of Yule, so we want to go ahead and get that out and going. And then if you are a paid subscriber on Saturday, you will still get your, um, what would have been your, your, uh, yep, advanced episode. So curses will come out on, uh, Saturday for paid subscribers. Curses will be out next week for everyone else. And we're, we'll be back on track. Uh, bonus episode will also be coming out. We've got a lot of things happening. Um, and when I say we, I mean me and you guys, uh, I am really upset with Spotify for not letting me know that that episode did not post with audio and um really kind of confused as to how in the fuck it just disappeared from both like the audio is gone the audio i uploaded and completely wiped out from my computer so i don't know if um the universe was just like hey you need to remake this it wasn't that great or what but yeah so uh here we are so um this episode is really important. I have no idea what the title is as of this exact moment. You guys do because you clicked on it, you're reading it, you've read it. I just don't have a lot of things I want to cover today um, about the holidays that we are going through and really just give some important reminders of everything and kind of just get us all where we need to be. So let's get into it. First and foremost, Merry Yule, Happy Winter Solstice, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. Um, any holidays I missed, I'm so very sorry. I just want to say happy all of them to everyone, whatever it is you may celebrate or some version of it, as I know we all kind of have our own things going on, me included. So yeah, uh, it, this is a month full of holidays and special occasions and all kinds of things. So we all celebrate in our own way. And I think that's, what's really important to 
remember is that we are not the same and that's what makes us so fucking fabulously awesome. Um, before we go any further, I want to take a moment real fast before I forget. Tamara, oh my God, girl. You guys, please go look at the TikTok video or on my Facebook page. And I think it's in the, um, the Basic Witch group also. And Instagram, but everywhere. Tamara sent me the most amazing nails and they are fucking gorgeous. This girl made them. She is our very own uh, Tamara. She made these. They are fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal job. She has a um, an Etsy shop. Uh, nails by Tamara Luis and I'm telling you what they're just fucking gorgeous like I happy cried tears because number one I'm so thankful for the gift number two they're just fucking gorgeous they're absolutely beautiful um I've even had people ask me like where can I buy them so I sent them to your Etsy shop you guys definitely go check them out they are gorgeous 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 girl you fucking nailed it so thank you so much I really really appreciate it I just cannot wait to wear them all right, I just wanted to get that out. I wanted to say earlier and I completely spaced it out because my brain is on overload thinking of all the wonderful holiday things going on and how much everything has changed, how much I've changed, how much growth we've all made this year. And yeah, I mean, you guys, I, I said in the beginning, we've all come a long way since last year. I want everybody to stop and think about it. Look at yourself at this time last year versus where you are right now. Like, the growth is just amazing. And again, you may not see it, but you have grown so much. Your energy has fucking grown and changed and just done amazing, wonderful things. And I really, 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 oh shit, hit that. I really want you to take a moment and really celebrate that. Celebrate your growth. Celebrate all the changes you made, all the adaptations, all the things that you've been through and all the evolving you've done to get where you are right now and I know sometimes it may feel like we're taking steps backwards and you know things are going askew from what we had planned but it's part of the growth process and we all have these bumps in the road but you guys are all growing and moving forward in ways that are absolutely truly amazing you know we grow every day we grow and evolve every fucking day day every minute really I'm not the same me as I was two days ago even there are things about me that I'm like yeah okay I'm learning to evolve out of this part or that part and things change around us that helps us you know to kind of see these changes and evolve it and adapt and make these alterations to make sure we're living our best possible life so Like I said, I've grown so much and I've made major changes. This year has been a year of change for me. Um, I know some of you probably thought I would never leave DG and I really thought I would be there forever, but I did what was best for me and for my family and my mental health. And that was like the best decision I had ever made for myself. So it's the little things that make such a difference. And by leaving that toxic workplace, it gave me the ability to do things that are best for me, best for you guys, best for my, again, like for for my family, but just my path in general and life and the craft, which are all just one path, honestly, but now at this point, but it was what was best. And I cannot be more thankful for having the courage to do it. And 
I honestly have to thank you guys because I feel like I've had so much of your energy come my way, so many of your vibes sent, and I could feel them. And I just feel like you guys were the ones who gave me that push to finally fucking go. So, yo, yo, let's talk about it. I'm going to be in sappy for a little bit now. So, yo, yo, Christmas. Are they the same? Are they different? You know, I know I do like a, a Sabbath episode every Sabbath pretty much. And, you know, I do Yule, blah, blah, blah. But this year, I want to do things a hair bit different. Um, we're going to talk about traditions that are both and how we can celebrate. And no one knows what the fuck we're doing. But how they're, <laughs> they're basically the same thing. So I just want to go over a few things. Uh, it's quite funny. Every year around this time somebody multiple somebody's always ask about celebrating christmas well you're a witch right so why do you celebrate christmas or you're an atheist so why would you celebrate christmas or you don't believe in this or you know you're blah blah blah. why would you celebrate christmas valid questions all valid questions the answer i do celebrate christmas but in a different way so my family, my extended family, like my aunts, uncles, my mom, even, um, all of these people, my cousins, they're not religious, but I mean, they would call themselves Christians if they were asked, you know, what, what's your religion? I'm Christian. Most of them have only ever been in a church for like a wedding or literally never to a, like, you know what I mean? Just for like a wedding or a funeral or something and have never been to a service at all. Um, I've been literally, I've been to more church services than my whole ass family combined, besides my sister who is religious now, which is a whole other, um, topic that we're not going to get into today. But yeah, so I have literally been to many more church services than any one of my family combined. I also have been saved. I've been baptized. I've, I've done it all. I grew up. Um, with my my friend uh, and her family in the church went, I told you guys, multiple times a week, twice on Sundays. I mean, I was there all the time. That's what made me an atheist today. But my family's not religious. They just say they're Christian. So, they, like I said, we call it Christmas, but it's just honestly about family and gifts. And that's really all it is. I mean, we, um, my, what started out as my grandparents for years and years and years, always threw a big Christmas Eve bash and it was huge. They had a, a ginormous house. It was fucking huge. Um, like massive. I'm trying to compare like, um, it, it was just a giant fucking house. It was huge. Um, and people would come and go throughout the evening. It was a big, you know, open house for Christmas Eve. Um, tons of tons of people from town would come in, pop in, you know. Everybody, it was like Christmas with the Cranks, you know. That family has the Christmas Eve party. That's what this was. My grandparents had the Christmas Eve party in town. Everyone would stop in for a few. Everyone would, you know, come in and do their thing. We, um, the grandkids always got a few gifts, like that night. Um, a couple things, and from family like like extended family that would come in and visit and when I say extended in this point I mean far out extended like my great aunt or something um everyone would kind of come in and 
and pop in, drop off presents for the kids. We'd eat and snack on things all night long. Um, and then we would put our Christmas pajamas on and we would go home, go to bed. And then the next morning we wake up, we do Christmas at my um, parents' house. And then we'd get all bundled up in our, still in our Christmas jammies and we would go to my grandma's house. At that point, she would make a giant breakfast for everyone. Um, my grandpa would, you know, play Santa Claus in the family room. We'd all open all the gifts from our grandparents, our aunts, our uncles. All the cousins would play. We just have a big Christmas morning there. And then later that evening, we would all have a big Christmas dinner. It's a lot. It's a lot for just one family to have that much time together on Christmas. And that, um, that really continued on for a very, very long time where we had all three and we continued on. A few years back, we stopped doing the Christmas dinner on Christmas night. It just became too much. Um, there's not a whole lot of us left now. There are like four families, five, six, five, like separate, how do I want to say this? But my grandpa, my grandparents had four kids and all that's left is their families, basically. So my mom, which is all of our families, my aunt and her two children and their families, my uncle and his three, four children and their families, which most of them are young. And then my other uncle and his two children and their two families, but they don't really um, do anything with this anymore, which it's a whole situation. But anyway, the point is, um, it just got to be too much of it, too much stuff going on. So we nixed the Christmas dinner, which used to be at my house, and I always host a Christmas dinner, which I'm kind of glad we don't anymore because that's just a lot. Because we would always have to do a lot of traveling on Christmas. So anyway, we um, it was just it was just gifts, and that's all it's really ever been: gifts and hanging out with family. Somebody gets drunk, somebody acts like an asshole, someone's rude to each other. That's literally all it is on my extended side. So, in my small family, we celebrate it more as um, an appreciation and love fest, honestly. So, um, we, we say Merry Christmas, you know, we say Happy Yule as well. But we do it as more of like trying to get gifts for our children as a, you know, we love you guys so much. We really appreciate you guys. And just spend time together as a family. And now that they're starting their own families and and have their own other sides to go to. It's not as private and personal anymore because we've added two more people in and then they've got things going on, but it's still our own little thing. It's not about celebrating a specific holiday. It's about celebrating our family. You know, we, we, we're really just basically celebrating Christmas is celebrating our family. So I am, um, I like it that way though, because it's just our little thing you know uh i <laughs> sorry the audio kind of cut out there so i personally do many rituals for you all that are just just me but a few of them um there are a few that travis does join me in and when the kids were still living at home you know when they were younger they would ask as well or they would join in as well, but only if they wanted to. Like, I would never force them to be a part of anything. Um, if they asked to join in with this or that or whatever, absolutely let them. Um, but any of my activities or rituals, etc., that I did were always on a um, voluntary basis. I would never force them to do anything because it's, it's just, you know, their choice. 
so it had to be up to them. I feel like this episode where I keep saying so and 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 I don't like that. I gotta find new words. So let, let's talk about Yule, okay? I've told you guys like my thing. Um, so my rituals, let, let me actually back up a hair bit. My rituals change every year and I, I know it sounds really bad. I don't plan them out per se, but I will just kind of do what I feel kind of gravitated to or what calls to me and I'll start them actually I'll start one on um, Yule Eve which is will be December 20th and then on Yule on the winter solstice on the 21st I will uh, do my first big one and then every day throughout until we get to New Year's I do some type of uh, ritual as a dedication to Yule on the winter solstice um except they just kind of change a lot really just depends on what I'm feeling and I I just trust my gut I go with my instincts and kind of follow my heart whatever pulls me in the way I don't like to plan them out unless it's something I know for sure that I'm gonna need like um, a lot of ingredients for that I may be low on but otherwise it's like okay I know at some point in these 12 days I'm gonna do this so I need to make sure I have these on hand but other than that, I, I just like to have the the spirits and the energies around me kind of pull me and guide me as to what I want to do and kind of help me land. So, all right, guys, let's talk about Yule. Yule is one of the oldest winter celebrations in the world. Um, it is the celebration of the winter solstice. And traditionally, this marked the halfway point of the winter season, which is kind of fucked up because... You know, with the changes of time and climate and everything, we are literally just beginning the winter season. Like, it literally, the winter solstice marks the first day of winter. It's kind of amazing to believe that if you go back, Yule was literally the midway point of the season, the winter season. And now it's the beginning. Crazy. But Yule is the... Like I said, uh, the winter solstice. The winter solstice is the shortest day of the year. Literally, the darkest day of the year. The sun is like, yo, man, I'm fucking dipping out early. I'm going to go take a vacation. Take the rest of the night off because I start coming back tomorrow. And I'm going to dip out early. And it is dark as fuck. And it's kind of gloomy if you are not a fan of the darkness. I am scared of the dark, but I enjoy the dark sometimes. I know I make no sense. I'm a fucking walking oxymoron, but I don't like how dark it gets so early because I can't see at night and I am blind as fuck, so I I can't see at night and driving at night is absolutely horrible. And the fact that it gets dark at like, I don't know, 2 p.m. now, which is not really 2 p.m., more like 5, but still, it's stupid. I don't like it. But this is a halfway point, or used to be considered the halfway point, and it's just, like I said, it's amazing to think that that was the halfway point, now it's the start. But it is the shortest day, but after tomorrow, after, I'm sorry, after um, the winter solstice, the days start getting longer again, the sun is coming back. That's why the winter solstice is like a celebration of the sun's return the birth of the sun again the birth of the sun do you see it got it good 
Yeah. <laughs> so, with that, with that many people mark this as like a celebration of the reappearance of light and really just appreciating the fact that light is on its way and and things are about to be restored and I just can't get over the fact that it is the birth of the sun. It's the birthday of the sun. Sorry, it just gets me every time I get going on with this. I just get really frustrated when I start going on because people get so angry in comments. TikTok has been full of all this kind of shit lately of people throwing a fit. If you guys don't know, um, her name is Annie. Or, yeah, Annie. And she does, she is like us. She's very spiritual. She doesn't quite call herself a witch, but she does everything we do. But she uh, actually went to school and studied Bible studies. I think she has a master's on it or something. But she goes on and she talks about the uh, similarities between Yule and Christmas and pagan tradition and Christmas and Christians in general and paganism and all the things. And it is amazing. But there are people on there who still cannot grasp the fact that paganism came first and that a lot of the traditions were taken from that and adapted to make the Christian Christmas. Which if you... You guys know I believe what you want. I'm all about everyone having their own beliefs and celebrating their own beliefs and all of these wonderful things. I support whatever you believe. If you believe that the earth is flat, I will support you on that. I will be like, yes, okay, girl, you, boy, people, person, be strong. You go. Like, I support you. Yes. I may not believe the same thing as you, but I support you. If you are not mean and rude about it, and that is the problem. And I think that's why I come off so angry about it when I start talking about it sometimes or I get so worked up because I've just been hammered with people telling me how wrong I am and how wrong this is and blah, blah, blah. And it just burns me. It just gets to me. Let people believe what they want to believe. Let people be happy in their own faith or religion or spirituality or whatever it is. Let them be what they want. Just do not be mean about it to a Christian Christmas traditions today came from pagan traditions. I'm not at any point in any way, shape, or form trying to be rude about it. I'm just trying to enlighten us for educational reasons. I hope that makes sense because I know we have some Christian witches here and I do not mean to hurt anyone's feelings or, or make it come off that way at all. And I know sometimes when I get talking, I get very passionate about it and I just don't want it to sound like I'm being a dick when I really am not on my my aim so yes so <laughs> back to it so like i said um with that said many people mark this uh the solstice as a celebration of the reappearance of light because after the winter solstice the next day the days start getting longer again and the sun is returning and things are starting to look forward to wonderful nice sun warmth so Yule is, uh, wow. <laughs> My phone just lit up with the weirdest fucking email. And I, it says John Stinky just posted something, but I thought it said John Stinky because I had up my reading classes. I don't know what the fuck. All right, I'm done looking. <sighs> Yule was traditionally celebrated for 12 days. That's where the 12 days of Christmas came from. In Yule tradition, it started on 
1221, which is the winter solstice, and it ended on January 1st. Again, where the 12 days of Christmas come from, you'll start to see the pattern as we go along, how they all kind of form together. Yule is a time of renewal and hope as the sun offers us fresh starts, and, and we're really wrapping up a year of all the things we've went through and all of, you know, our trauma, our trials, our tribulations, our wins, our ups, our downs, our losses, our our triumphs, all these things. And we're going to wrap that all up and prepare for a fresh start with a new year. It's also considered a time for feasting and merriment and honoring nature and renewal and reflection and a lot of wonderful, wonderful things. Yule is a celebration of whatever the fuck you want it to be. All right, that's the most important thing to take away from this episode. Yule is what you want it to be. Whatever works for you. If you want to celebrate the birthday of the sun or the birthday of the sun or celebrate yourself or celebrate your family or whatever you want to do, it's completely fine because it's you, your path, your holiday. Do what works best for you. You're the only one who can decide how this feels, what makes you feel like you're connected, what makes you feel happy, how any of this works. It's all completely up to you. And that's the most important thing to take away from this entire episode. All right. Now we're going to start talking about some of the traditional Yule traditions, traditional traditions. We're going to talk about um, a lot of things actually quite interesting here and how they kind of tie in with, again, Christian Christmas new Christian Christmas. I said it right. So yeah. Some of these I I find so wonderfully fascinating because for years growing up, I didn't even know that I was celebrating my pagan roots that I, you know, feel like I had been tied to since I was five. And I was the whole time. That's one of the wonderful things about this time of year. It's so easy. Or people in the broom closet to celebrate because no one knows if you're celebrating Christmas like pagan Christmas pagan Yule or Christian Christmas because they're both the same so wonderful wonderful let's get into the traditions alright let's start with the tradition that pretty much everybody does or for the most part anyway decorating the tree Yule or Christmas it's your tree your decor You decide how you do it. Traditionally, you know, people went and cut down a fucking tree, brought it in their house, and shit. Um, In early pagan tradition, the Yule tree was a representation of basically like the tree of life. Uh, It was decorated with pine cones and berries and other fruits. Today, we more decorate it with shiny balls and lights and, and all the... Things like the tinsel, all the shit that everybody does, but it's your way, your decoration. You don't have to do it any other way besides whatever makes you happy. And you know, you know that there were people way back when, back in the day in pagan tradition, who still decorated it the way they wanted. Traditionally, the neighbors might have done it with pine cones and berries and fruit, but they were like, yeah, I don't, I don't want pine cones on mine or I don't want fruit on mine. It's the whole point of you do what works best for you it's very interesting to look at how all that has changed and how now we have fig trees 
you've got white trees, green trees, black trees, purple trees, pink trees, green, literally any fucking color tree you want you can get. We have a black tree. Our tree stays up year round. It is our house tree we call it. It doesn't even look like a real, I mean, shaped like a tree, but it's, it's all made of like, um, garland basically. It's black, it has purple lights, and we put little, you know, different things on it for different seasons or whatever, but it's, it's our tree and it represents the tree of life in our home and I love that I love that we keep this you know gothic looking tree up year round representing the tree of life and our family and our evolution and the way that we have just grown so much it's just a wonderful reminder but again that dates back to the pagan tradition but is carried over into Christian tradition now this next part, there's some debate over. Um, I have seen it and a few other things, but as far as I can see, in the 1840s, Queen Victoria was on a trip to Germany when she saw Yule trees. I don't know. Actually, I'm going to check how old she was. Hang on. Okay, so she was born in 1819, and she became the queen in 1837, but what I found was in the 40s. So, there, okay, there could be a few different, uh, a few different stories here, because you know how the stories date back over time, and, and how things change, it's like a fucking long game of telephone. Alright, so the internet is a cesspool filled with all kinds of fucked up information, so, sometime in Queen Victoria's life... I've seen the, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. I've also seen as when she was a child. So, honestly, take the timing however the fuck you want. But basically, she was on a trip to Germany, and she saw a Yule tree. And she just fell in love with it, thought it was just beautiful, and just loved the idea, and decided that she wanted to have one as well. She wanted to put one up. So, when she came home, she had one put up. Now, apparently, a photo was taken, which I think back then they would have had to sit for like 16 hours to pose for a photo. Maybe they did a painting. Again, not sure. Different reports, different things. I'm not 100% sure on details, but I know what I know. And what I know is Queen Victoria was in Germany. She saw a Yule tree. She loved it. She loved the idea. She wanted one. She got it. She put it up, and she's a trendy bitch, and people are like, damn, Queen V has a tree. I want a fucking tree. Like, I saw Katie Herring wearing camouflage pants and flip-flops, so I like camouflage pants and flip-flops. You know, same thing. So everybody after that then wanted a tree, too. And hence, the Christmas tree trend had began. I find it quite interesting and quite funny. I also think that it is uh, just just shows you how things just carry over and become a game of telephone because when she brought it here it was no longer decorated with pine cones and berries and, and dried fruits and, and things like that it was now converted to different things that were available in the U.S. at that time and available to, or not U.S. I'm so sorry good lord was available to her at that time so it's just amazing to see how things alter and change and adapt just like we do every day. So you have the tree, the Yule tree, the Christmas tree, whatever tree you decide you want it to be. 
it's your fucking tree. Don't have a tree. It's literally your choice. Let's talk about the Yule Log, because that is still popular today, but in different forms. So, the Yule Log was, like, the most very, very important tradition for that time. The tree for the Yule Log was carefully selected. And when I say carefully selected, I mean they would go out and, like, examine trees for the perfect tree to take the Yule Log from. Why? Because this tree, or this log, was meant to protect the home and burn for 12 days. For the full 12 days of Yule, this log was to burn the whole time and keep your family safe. Safe from what, you may say? Good question. So during this time of Yule, and really the winter solstice starting on the winter solstice, even to the winter solstice, those are some very scary days said to be very dangerous days almost unequivalent with Samhain Halloween because the veil is thin again and it's kind of lifted between both worlds and because it's the longest darkest day of our longest night of the year shortest day of the year the darkness takes over and kind of allows for spirits to kind of travel both worlds back and forth. So the Yule Log was burning for 12 days to keep the home safe, keep it lit so spirits and energies that were evil or dark would not come in. So hence, therefore, it needed to burn for 12 days until the veil thickened back up, closed, and things were fine. This also gave time for the sun to be reborn, made it to the new year, and everything is all better. That is the shortened, condensed version. Obviously, there's a much longer version of it, but I didn't really feel like we needed to go all the way into it. If you want to learn more about that, we, we can do that later. But yeah, that is basically what the Yule Log was about. Now, some people still choose to do a traditional Yule Log. Some people will still burn a log for 12 days straight, and that's completely okay. That's awesome. I, I think that's really cool if you have a fireplace and... You have a log that will burn for 12 days go for it that that's dope i don't have a real fireplace or i might um i have a fake fireplace i have an electric fireplace because they took the fireplace out when they built our home or when they added onto our home very confused don't know also that's a lot of uh burning us gonna be in like the 50s 60s this week so i don't i don't really think that i need um a 12-day fire but i could be wrong other people continue to keep the tradition of having a Yule Log, but in a different way. They've adapted the tradition and kind of created a Yule Log centerpiece or even sometimes a Yule Log cake. All options are completely acceptable. I think it's really cool to see those cakes that are shaped like a Yule Log and look like an actual fucking log of wood. For that matter, I like to see the cakes that are um, just shaped like anything and you don't know if it's cake or like the actual item. That's just fucking cool. But... Yeah, so, moving on. Yeah, I find this very interesting. I think that uh, it's quite a cool idea that, you know, somebody would have to maintain this and kind of keep up on it and protect the log to make sure it still continues to burn because it was so important to protecting the family. I do like the idea of, a, of um, also having a uh, Yule Log centerpiece. I actually had one. Up until about a year ago, it fell apart. Um, it was really cool. My mother-in-law made it. 
she did such a phenomenal job. Kay used to do so much amazing things, so many amazing things with crafty stuff. And you can just literally just give her just some inspirational ideas. Think of, you know, oh, this would be really cool. And the next day she'd have it at your door. Like she was just amazing and can make anything. But the Yule Log, I think, is just a phenomenal idea protecting your family and the spirits. I like the thought of still the protection because when that veil is thin, we don't know what can cross over. We don't know what's on the other side a lot of times. And just because things haven't in the past where you're at doesn't mean that they're always held back forever. Sometimes they're holding, you know, back at bay because they're waiting or the timing's off or, you know, something that's happened, especially if you're doing any renovations in your home right now or in your area, I would be extra cautious. We don't know. We don't know. And there's been a lot of shit going on in the past few years and with all the evil in the world right now, anything's possible. So it's better to protect yourself and be ready and be prepared than to uh, not have something bad happen. I'm not saying like you must go out and get a Yule Log right fucking now. I'm just saying like, you know, just be prepared. You know, maybe, maybe keep some sage, burn the, you know, burn some sage or, you know, get your, your crystals out, make sure they're cleansed and, and good to go. Maybe do a protection spell, get some salt out. What? Just a few ideas, you know, just keep yourself safe. Let's go ahead and take a little break before we go on to other traditions. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back. All right. Let's talk about mistletoe. I'm sure everyone has heard about, you know, kissing under the mistletoe, the tradition of being under the mistletoe and you got to kiss over and under or with but there's more to it so mistletoe was placed in the home for many reasons for protection for um, fertility for a lot of different things i mean there was just a lot of uses for mistletoe back in the day and still today it can be used but basically the druids would go and harvest the mistletoe from oak trees with gold golden sickles and they they would hang mistletoe above doorways for protection. This would protect from any evil spirits coming in during the Yule and kind of help to ward off anything and unwanted people. But it also had another purpose. This represented the fertility of the goddess and the seed of the oak king. So they would place, like I said, the mistletoe hanging from doorways and it became tradition to kiss under the mistletoe. Um, and it kind of started as like an honor to the association of or with fertility. So when people cross under it, you'd have to kiss them. And this was kind of to, you know, pay homage to the goddess of fertility. And also just as a cute little thing to brighten the day because everyone was kind of on edge, worrying about spirits coming in and making it through the Yule season. Very interesting. There's actually a lot of... Um, 
considered to be sacred uh, plants during the Yule season, and we'll go over those here in a few. Gift giving. We all know of giving presents during Christmas, obviously. But this is a tradition that started as a celebration. Um, the birthday or rebirth of the sun, as we had said in the beginning of this episode. The S-U-N, not the S-O-N, which it became later. But it became a time of celebrating. It was, it was basically a birthday party for the sun. The sun's returning. We are at the, um, the height of winter at that time. It is the longest night, the shortest day, and the sun returns tomorrow. It starts staying around longer. He's coming back to town. It's reborn, his reappearance, his, his rebirth. So it was the birthday of the sun, and that was where the gift giving became a celebration. Uh, the season is it really about celebration and showing appreciation. Thus, gift giving kind of became a strong tradition, and it was a celebration. It was honoring. It was to show appreciation for everything, and it just became a wonderful tradition that stuck around. While we're on the topic of gift giving, I want to take a second. Everyone needs to do something this this uh, winter solstice, Yule, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you call it, for yourself. Do something this this season. Give yourself a gift. Now that doesn't mean you need to go out and spend money on yourself if you don't want to, but it absolutely means that you can. You need to give yourself the gift of acceptance, love, patience, care, respect, honor, and so much more. I want to give that gift to you, but I can't. You can are the only one who can give that gift to yourself. Self-love, self-patience, self-acceptance, self-permission to just be you. It's really important that we remember ourselves. It's not selfish at all to think of ourselves and to take care of ourselves. And it's something that we put off so often as we take care of others because it's just who we are. We're natural healers. We want to take care of others. We want to heal others. We want others to be in better shape, but we don't take enough care and love of ourselves. And that's something I'm really asking everyone to do this season. Take time to love and appreciate yourself and everything you've been through everything you have conquered and everything that is laying ahead of you give yourself that gift okay super important moving on gingerbread also pagan so back in the day ginger was considered like sacred as fuck it was a delicacy i mean you just couldn't get it it was very rare it was hard to get so it was saved for special occasions and Yule was a special occasion, and it was a time of celebrating with special rare treats. So they would make gingerbread, and this was often given as a gift. They would make things out of ginger um, that they just didn't have. So gingerbread was definitely, like I said, a, a delicacy. It was a wonderful treat, something that you just couldn't have year-round because it was low, it was scarce. It was. We've just kind of continued that tradition, taken it as our own, and made it into having gingerbread everything gingerbread houses cookies men all the things but ginger now is nowhere near as scarce as what it was back then but ginger's got a really good flavor so like i like to add it to a lot of stuff and things that people wouldn't even notice it was in they just know there's something different about it and it tastes really good yeah because i put ginger in that shit not a whole lot though 
just a little bit. Caroling, also pagan. Caroling, so kids would go door to door singing Yule songs to honor the rebirth of the sun and basically the rebirth and the, the, um, yep. My brain just stopped. The renewal of the sun and, and it coming back and they would be rewarded with treats by the home's people. Uh, this was something that kids loved to do and go around to doing and actually sometimes adults would join them but they were going around singing the praises of the sun, returning, being happy and excited because the dark days were coming to an end and the light to wonderful Sundays were ahead. Isn't it crazy how all these traditions are just kind of tying together? Crazy, huh? I love it. Ready for another one? Jingle bells. For real. For real. Jingle bells. Pagan. So bells would be rung in the morning to drive away any demons or any evil energies that rose from the, um, excuse me, from the darker parts of the year or from the night that kind of hung over because, again, we're, we're through these dark days, a really long, dark days. We're getting to the longest, darkest day. So they would ring bells and kind of jingle the bells that would scare off any evil spirits or anything that was out there trying to do any harm to anyone before the sun came up. Crazy. Just crazy. The next one. Wreaths. Also pagan. These represented the will of the year. And they were often given as gifts and a symbol of friendship. Wreaths actually had um, some kind of special things going on with them. So, similar to Catholic tradition, uh, pagan wreaths were also evergreen circles, and they consisted of four candles. These candles represent these candles represented the elements: earth, wind, fire, and water. And they were typically used in rituals that would ensure the continuance of the circle of life. Again, very very similar to um, the Catholic traditions that they have now. But it's crazy how they just all tie together. I mean, just crazy, isn't it? It's actually interesting to see how the wreaths have adapted over the years. Now a lot of people will do swags instead of a full circle wreath. Or they will do um, a wreath with like a pentagram in the middle, making a pentacle. They'll do wreaths with lights. They'll do them with big greenery. Um, really, you can do just about anything. You can do um, out of... Uh, what's that shit called a garland literally anything you want to do anything actually i have a nice beautiful black one on my front door that my mom had got me and it's um it's got a skull on it but it's still wreath and it's really cool we keep it up year round but it's it's interesting because at christmas time or yule time we kind of add a little bit of um poinsettias to it black poinsettias um just to kind of you know Christmas by it a little bit, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Candles, yeah. Every, I'm not going to go too deep into this because every tradition or every religion out there uses candles in some way, shape, or form, pretty much. Uh, candles symbolize the warmth and the light of the sun, and they also chased away dark entities, any spirits that came at you know during the night and the dark, since the nights were so fucking longer in that time. But yeah, candles, y'all, yeah, everybody, literally. Every religion uses candles, so that one's not really a big surprise. So, let's talk about decorating with symbols of Yule. And this is where it gets kind of interesting because, again, they were taken into as being Christian Christmas traditions now. 
So symbols of Yule were evergreen, holly, pine, yew, and mistletoe. So evergreen was for everlasting life. Pine was to bring healing and joy. Holly was to repel unwanted spirits. And yew was a symbol of rebirth. We also got a little bit of color magic in here. Yes, color magic. And you'll see these colors carry over to today's tradition. Red for prosperity, green for abundance and promises of springtime, which I cannot wait for springtime. White for cleansing, silver for the moon, and gold for the sun. It's really interesting to see how all of this has really, like I said, just kind of carried over. And we have changed the name of it, but it's all the same thing. It's all the same. That's why I don't understand why people get so frustrated and mad when people are are calling it whatever it is for them. It Let them call it. We're all doing the same celebration, but whatever you want to call it is okay for you to call it because it's your tradition. It's your holiday. It's your fucking life. I get so angry with this shit sometimes. And just it's furious because it's so similar, but yet people just want to claim everything if it's not their way, it's not okay. You can have the same things. Just don't get angry at people when they can, you know, point out that the two are the same. It's also traditionally a time for large feasts. And I mean, it. it is a birthday celebration, so of course there's going to be food. We, we got to eat. We got to have some good food. We got to, you know, mow down. We got to chomp, chomp. Let's eat some big old food. So... The traditional foods of the pagan Yule would be crescent moon cookies, the caraway cakes, of course, gingerbread, eggnog, berries, turkey, of course, and I know I'm going to fuck this up, wasali, W-A-S-S-A-I-L. I'm going to pronounce words like I'm, hang on. Alright, I'm still going to fuck it up, so I'm just going to let Google say it for you. Wassel. Wassel. That wasn't that hard. Why the fuck do I make things so much harder? You guys know me. I'm going to make shit much harder than it needs to be. Wassel. Wassel. So, what is wassel? It is... <laughs> it's a spiced ale or a mulled wine uh, that's drunk during celebrations of Twelfth Night and Christmas Eve. It's it's basically just like a an alcoholic beverage for the most part, honestly. So, there's, there's that. I don't think I've ever tasted it. If I did, I didn't know that that's what I was tasting, but yeah. Um, wassail. But yes, food is always a huge tradition, eating big meals, and like I told you guys in the beginning, my family got together and ate fucking three times for Christmas. Three times. At Christmas Eve night party, which was basically just like, you know, hand snack, or hand food, snackies, um, finger foods, not hand foods. That sounded weird. Things like that. Dips veggie trays, you know, shit like that, but still a feast, tons of food, anything you can want, and then we had a bit large breakfast, and then we had a large dinner, it's about feasting, but what do you do when you feast, it's a celebration, when everybody gets together, it's, and eats like, you know, big meals like that, it's usually like some type of celebration, like a party, which is exactly what is happening there, so I want to point out that a lot of people have changed to having ham for Christmas instead of turkey. Some people are still very traditional and they must have that turkey for Christmas. But now ham has become a very traditional Christmas dinner, which is what we always had. We always had ham 
And I think that's great. I think everybody kind of pick your own, do what you want. You don't want any fucking meat. You want Chinese for fucking Christmas? Do it. If you want Taco Bell or tacos for Christmas, fucking do it. Actually, that's what I want. I want Taco Bell. I had Taco Bell today, but it sounds really good. And I'm obsessed with chalupas, so it's becoming a real problem. It's fine. Tacos. Chinese food. Pizza. Hamburgers. Whatever you want shall be your Yule, Christmas, whatever you want to call it, your winter solstice meal, your feast, whatever you want to put in your mouth, do it. Literally up to you. It does not matter. Not for us to decide what you need to have. Next tradition, decorating your altar. Now, this is not necessarily a Christmas tradition. But, 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 hear me out. Similar to how we decorate our, you know, our little area and we lay out cookies and milk for Santa, we decorate our altar and we, sometimes some people will leave out an offering to the Fae or to the spirit of whatever you choose to do. It's completely up to you, but it's still the same concept. We are decorating um, for the holidays. We're decorating an altar of... Um, giving whatever you want to do i personally for the holidays for yule um, i do do some changes to my altar i usually clean up take everything off and kind of spruce it up and i'll add some fresh pine cones and you know maybe some red little uh boat you know something to kind of spruce it up it just depends on what mood i'm in that year of how i want to decorate it but i do change it for the different sabbats and kind of freshen things up I honestly don't know what I'm going to do this year. I have not decided yet. Just kind of see how the mood hits me. I did get some red ribbon in. That's like a dark crimson. So it's dark like my soul. But it's also um, befitting for Christmas time. So yeah. One very, very important thing that I would like to make sure that everybody remembers and takes part in is the rest and renewal portion. So, when the party ends, so the rest begins. Um, this really is a time to rela- uh, relax and reflect on all that, that, you know, you've been through for this past year. Like I said in the beginning, we've been through a lot. 365 days, 360 days, 300 fucking days. Whatever time you decide to stop into your reflection. It's a long time. There's a lot going on. Things are changing and evolving every day. Life's not easy. Life is getting harder every day in a lot of different areas and easier in other areas. There's a lot of things happening and you cannot blame yourself for needing to take a break and relax and to reset, especially at the end of the year. It's a perfect time to kind of take advantage of everything and just reset yourself, relax. All the hard work's done. You put in all this work, you've done all this stuff. Now it's time to relax and really enjoy the rewards. Think about Christmas morning. Get up, everybody opens presents, especially if you have kids. They get up, you know, they are so excited to open the presents, make this big mess. Just let it sit there for a few. Just let the wrapping paper sit. Just sit and bask in the joy of your kids' faces as they're just so happy in the morning. You know, you guys are all together. Nobody has to rush off to work unless you are someone who does have to work on, on you know, the holiday. And I'm so sorry about that. I feel horrible. We appreciate you doing so because it's usually for something incredibly important. Um, even people who work retail on Christmas Day or, you know, whatever holiday it is, 
it's important. I mean, it sucks and feel bad, but don't feel like you are doing it for nothing because you're you're helping somebody. Somebody out there somewhere needs something that if you weren't there working, they would not be able to get. So thank you for that. That was horrible noise. But yeah, um, make sure that you take time to just relax and really enjoy the moment and understand how far you've come and everything is worth the worth the end. All of the stress is going away. Very soon we made it to the finish line of things. Let's talk about a few sacred plants of the winter solstice. I think it's something that we haven't really talked about before, I haven't really brought up. Evergreens, obviously, they are um, something that are excuse me, something that we all use a lot to decorate with. It is the symbol of um, you know, quote unquote Christmas with the tree. Um, evergreen is just very, very obviously um, widely used no matter what religion um, pagan or Christianity and I don't want to say what religion all over because I know some don't have like Christmas tree at all but um, for the sake of what we're talking about it is the symbol of the tree holly is another sacred plant for the winter solstice ivy is also one mistletoe which we talked about birch is also one and you will see a lot of um holiday decor that has birch logs in it usually fake but sometimes i'll have real ones oak is another one that is very um sacred during the holidays you i just thought that was really interesting to kind of touch base on i actually had a lot more i was going to say about it but um that just kind of gets going on but um it's it's really interesting to see how a lot of those older traditions have really carried on as far as like the plants like deck the halls of boughs of holly and the mistletoe and like said the evergreen all these things carry on and it's really interesting to see how these things have really kept their tradition though they haven't really altered a lot they haven't really adapted it's still pretty much the same concept like the tree the wreath the the mistletoe for kissing and i think that's really cool because we're traditions tight and paying homage to where they came from so a few things that we can do um, to kind of continue with Yule traditions here in 2023. Again, you can burn a Yule log. You don't have to do it for the whole 12 days, but you can pick a log that you feel like has some you know, special meaning to you. Please ask the tree's permission before you chop it off. But you can pick a log that you feel um, would keep you safe and just feel a connection to, and you can burn that as your Yule log. and you. You can make a fake one, whatever, but it's just something that still is acceptable today. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I said acceptable. Something that's still plausible to do today. Um, exchange nature-based gifts or homemade gifts. This is something that kind of dates back to the tradition of paganism, but also the witchcraft tradition of making things and healing and, and doing all the things that witches do. We we do a lot of things naturally so that connection with nature and we're giving the gift of, of nature which is magic itself so nature-based gifts or homemade gifts things like that handmade gifts those are always wonderful things to give because they're from your heart they really have intent and purpose and they're magic so you know give back to nature if you can find some way to you know maybe go out and feed some wild animal or not wild animals or feed some animals give them something extra put some corn out for the squirrels just anything to kind of 
to really uh, say thank you to Mother Earth and for everything that she's put, you know, gave up, Ugh. everything she's done for us this year and got us through and different things. Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now the best way to celebrate Yule and the Winter Solstice and all of that right now. Are you ready? You got a pen? Because you might need a pen for this one. Alright. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Straight up, whatever makes you feel connected to the holiday. Whatever makes your heart happy. Whatever makes you feel like you are celebrating Yule, Winter Solstice, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever the fuck you celebrate. Do whatever you want. Because it's your path, your life, your journey, your holiday. It's about you. Do what works for you. There's no wrong way to be a witch. There's no wrong way to celebrate. Do what feels right to you. You know, I said in the beginning, but with Christmas having nearly all of its traditions taken from the pagan Yule celebrations, it's perhaps one of the easiest Sabbaths for a broom-closeted witch to celebrate. I mean, literally, everyone will just think you're really celebrating Christmas, or you're really in the Christmas spirit. It's crazy and you got 12 days to do it so if you don't get to do it right on the winter solstice you got till the end of the year because technically yule is winter solstice too january 1st so you've got a while to figure out exactly what you're gonna do do something every day do something one day it doesn't matter it's your craft your holiday your celebration let's talk about this last week of the year though the week between christmas and new year Right, the, the the end of Yule, the 12 days of Yule. Those days between Yule, like, you know, Christmas and the New Year, are kind of like a time of being lost in a way. Nobody really knows what to do, especially if you're one of those people who um, who has to work and you're just like, man, do it like, you know, I have to go to work for a few days and we get some more days off. Like, it's just, it's kind of weird, right? Or if you're those people who's off for those days and you're like, I, I don't really know what to do for these days. Like, you just feel kind of off and lost, right? We need to take advantage of these days as much as we can. So this is a very important time. Set aside some time to really reflect on you, your year, your growth, your journey, and everything from the year as it's coming to an end. Take time to think back to everything you went through, everything that's happened, all the changes, all the different directions. Just take time to really reflect on every part of the year that we've just experienced. Celebrate the wins, big or small. This is huge. Do take the opportunity to see where we may have had a downfall and see what we can do to alter it so we don't have those problems later or anything. And sometimes it's things that we just can't have, that we just have no control of, that we just have to deal with. But there are sometimes that there are downfalls that are up to us and we can adapt and change things so that we do not get in that pattern of things again. But really, take time to appreciate yourself and everything you went through. After you've done some reflection and celebrations and stuff, Plan out your intentions for the new year. Set goals. Get your manifestations ready. Set your fucking future up for success. We've all been through some shit these past couple of years, and it's been rough. It's been not fun. It's been ugly. It's been everything, you know, 
good, bad, and in between. But we're getting ready to start a whole new chapter. Not even a whole new chapter, a whole new series. I don't know what the fuck you call it, because every day is like a new chapter, but... Or a new page. You know what I meant. We're here to start a whole new journey. We got a fresh 365 days to make our bitch. And we are going to rule her. Because you know what? We deserve it. A couple episodes back, I told you guys about how we just finished this big two-year cycle through these eclipses. And things were all kind of fucked up. And now this is the return of karma coming back and kind of repaying us for rewarding us for everything that we've dealt with and been through and all these changes. This is the beginning of all this. Like, we've kind of been through that period of, okay, this is what we dealt with, this is what happened, and we started to see some changes, but now we're getting into the big shit. First of the year, bam. And if you are a new year, new me type person, if you are, I'm going to set resolutions type person, go for it tear it up. If you're not one of those people who's like new year, new me, or you're somebody who is new year, same me, or you don't set resolutions, you just, you know, set goals or manifestation, whatever it is you do, just make it the best one you've ever done. Meditate for clarity if you need to, to set your intentions with full fucking confidence. This is our time to fucking shine, and we are going to rock this motherfucker more than we've ever rocked a year before. This is our chance. There's no wrong fucking answer here. No wrong answer. You want to, you know, dive headfirst into something new? Set your fucking intentions. Set your fucking mind to it. Manifest that shit and fucking do it. This is our fucking time. Remember who the fuck you are. You are a badass witch. You are a bad motherfucker. And this is our time to shine. We put all of our energies together. We are fucking unstoppable. But you can't half-ass it. You gotta go in full-ass. You gotta go in fucking guns blazing, ready to tear some shit up and take control. Right? This is your time. This is our time together. It's all of us. And honestly, we're gonna kill it. Especially if we put all of our fucking powers together, send our energy to each other, and just make shit happen. We really are you know, ready to be unstoppable and, and, and kick some ass and I cannot wait to see what this fucking year brings for us. We've, we've just, like I said, you know, the last few years have been fucking chaos and it's time for karma to reward us and, and to really fulfill that promise that, uh, you know, she owes us for everything we've been through, so... So hope you guys have an amazing day, week, month, year, whenever you're listening to this, uh, because it's been a great year. I really don't have a whole lot of complaints. Um, like I said, ups, downs, here's, you know, this and that, we've all been through some shit, but honestly, I'm ending the year in a really happy place, and I'm really happy for the future of the podcast, my path, my connection with you guys, I feel like it's getting stronger every day. Um, I got a lot of fun things planned for us coming up. I will be opening the merch store after, I'm probably going to say towards the middle of January. Um, give everybody a chance to get, you know, things going on. But it's not going to be a merch store that's going to close or blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm, what I'm going to do is, because I'm getting, a, I'm, I'm just going to sell everything on my Etsy or my uh, Shopify shop. And so to go through there, everything will be guaranteed. 
let me know issues. Um, if for some reason you know your item gets lost, you don't get it, you are guaranteed through Shopify. They will um, take care of it, so there's no problems. Uh, also, I'm going to get some designs together for what we want as far as like on the shirts, sweatshirts, whatever. Um, I'll put some designs together and then I'll put them in the Facebook group and everybody can kind of vote on what they want and then we can make some different ones from there and we'll do some votes on um, what items we want. We want sweatshirts, you know, hoodies, just regular sweatshirts, zip-up hoodies, pullovers, sweatpants, t-shirt, whatever everybody wants, tank tops, whatever, uh, any other merch type stuff. So we'll, we'll make all of that awesome shit work. Um, I'm excited. If you are in the West Central Indiana area or, you know, Illinois that's close or wherever, anywhere close, anyone join us, we are going to do a witchy people <laughs> lunch. I don't know what else to call it. Um, what we're doing is we're going to get together and have lunch. Uh, it'll be witchy people, like-minded people, or anybody just curious about spending fucking afternoon with a witch. Um, we're trying to get an idea of how many people are interested, so I'll make an event on uh, Facebook, and then we will kind of pick a date for sure. I'm looking more of like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, um, and just, you know, a date and time and everything together, but I want it to be something where we can all just kind of, if everybody wants to come, we can hang out and do something cool and have some fun, so I hope everyone has a Merry Yule, a Happy Winter Solstice, a Happy Whatever the Hell You Celebrate. I just hope it's an amazing time. There will be no break in the feed. Season 4 will start um, the first week of January like normal. I mean, there won't be a break at all. I've got myself ahead, so we should be golden. And yeah, so I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thanks so much for always being here and coming back. And thank you for all the amazing energy you guys send me. I feel it all the time. So I'm not going to get happy. Because I know I'm going to keep going. So, alright guys. Bless me. Love you. Bye.